0: Mob Nation, let's go! Welcome in, you. Jeez, I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable.
0: (laughs) It's my fault. We got unk. He's here. What's up, unk? I'm sorry. (laughs) I
2: just, I don't. You know, Jake, man. Ever since that (laughs) Cowboys game, you and I just been out of sync, man. (laughs) Oh man, please. Stay my (laughs) voice.
1: As I texted unk and you the other day harbaugh left because jake never wished the cowboys good luck
2: he did and watch this speaking of i was talking to you guys before the show started of my bookshelf that collapsed i got something for jake right here oh
1: god is it a, jake, this,
2: this, is, this is for you jake all right
0: hey <laughs> wow i love it thank you so much yep oh yeah, it says god bless <laughs>
2: You weren't. You weren't there for me, Jay. I was there for you, but you weren't there for me.
0: Well, it's all right. My football life is basically over now.
2: <laughs> hey, I thought you were just gonna be a Chargers fan now.
0: No, mm. that is not happening. Not at all. He
1: wouldn't denounce the Chargers, so I did denounce the Chargers. It's so facto. He's a Chargers fan. No, I did denounce the Chargers.
0: <laughs> uh, we're presented by Illegal Pete's. everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Um, <laughs> what's up, Unc? How you been, man? How's Jackson?
2: Man, it's good. Uh you know, when I got back home, it was colder here than it was there. And now it's about eighty. So No
1: way. Wow.
2: Like we we've gone from fifteen degrees to, to sixty eight and seventy two. But it's all good, man. It's also foggy all over the United States. Where does fog come from? Is like Thanos coming or something? <laughs> Maybe. Are we
1: foggy today?
0: No, I don't think so. Mostly just overcast. Yeah, it was cloudy driving in, but it wasn't anything crazy.
1: Fog in Denver is pretty rare.
0: Yeah, usually it's just snow. (laughs) Snow that blocks your view. (laughs) Uh, All right, Uncle, We uh, have a few things we got to get your take on here. All right. Yesterday, we uh, saw that some NCAA violations came down that Colorado admitted to uh we read through them all they're all extremely minor just ridiculous ncaa stuff but actually just, just funny they are actually really just funny what was your take on the whole thing
2: uh my take on it was just that, that they're, they're funny uh, it's amazing some of the rules that the ncaa has in place i think that the the fans when you see that there was a self-reporting violation you know everybody's like oh my god what happened what are we doing we've lost institutional control and then you see one of them is, you know, you can't have Kamani in a uniform lined up against somebody. I'm like, come on, man.
1: Even if that person has been retired from football for many years. And had a jacked up
0: foot at yeah, the time too. Yeah, couldn't even run if he wanted yes. to. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And, and, and then the, what was the other? Uh, you, you had someone who was not the a on staff teaching yoga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Come on. Much to do about nothing, man. Self-reported, you know, no, no major uh, infractions, thereby no major punishment. So it's just one of those things that happens in programs literally across the nation. And that's why when you become aware of them, you self-report, I think Coach Hart was at a high school game and took a picture with the kid, uh, you know, because the guy asked for the picture. And the next day realized, hey, maybe there's something I need to tell somebody. So it was just little stuff like that. And I know when people see the headlines, they see Colorado, they see Coach Prime, they see NCAA violations and they're, like, "Oh, we got him." No you don't. No you yep. don't.
1: Yep. And in the end, this is a classic case of only no one would ever hear about it unless the microscope was on Colorado uh, and it, and it's happening everywhere. People are, you know, re- self-reporting every single year as a as a way to kind of show the NCAA, that they have control over what's going on. And, you know, people make these mistakes because the rule book is so dense. Um, But if it weren't for the fact that Colorado, any and everything that happens around the program is newsworthy, no one would have ever even heard about this.
2: I agree. And if you would go to the NCAA site and look at all the other schools who self-reported something, you know, you you would spend the night going through it. Uh, It's just that when it's Colorado and Coach Prime, it becomes – uh, you know, newsworthy. And so let me let me let me tell you about the nuances. So you can have a player who's like visiting, like Cormani was at that time. He can put on a uniform and he can get in a football stance, but it has to be like in the hallway, what, what we call the thunder shoot. You know, he can't do it like on the field and somebody else with him, or it looks like you're practicing. Right. If anyone knew of Coach Prime when the day that picture was taken and the status of his foot, you know damn well they weren't doing drills. Right. But it's that same picture, you know, for the people who've been on the field and in the thunder shoot, that same picture literally 20 yards to the left would be fine, but <laughs> it, was, it was on the grass. And so it looks like you're simulating uh, practice, and you can't do that. But it, it's just little things like that, man. I don't think that this is a major issue at all or major concern at all
0: no it shouldn't be a major concern um what
2: i don't understand is why make rules that you can't police yeah
0: like which one specifically just
1: like that one so the whole the whole point of that rule is not taking pictures the whole point of that rule is they don't want teams to like work players out right when they come mm-hmm. out and like you know put them on the field which personally i feel like you should be able to do it'd be great uh-huh. um but you're not allowed to do that how would you ever know Colorado could have run a full practice in the indoor practice facility that day and had Cormani playing left corner. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and no one in the world would have ever known as long as you know no one took a picture or posted. So like, there's so many of the NCAA rules that's why you see these self-reported violations. Mm-hmm. The NCAA knows they can't police them. They also know that no one isn't breaking any rules because there's so many of them. So you you're like left. You have to self-report. So they're not they're not looking and saying hey what's going on. Um, When I was a kid, you know, we, uh, we had a family friend who was a police officer and it was like, we asked him like, is there a quota on how many tickets you have to give out? He's Mm -hmm. like, no. But if you gave out zero tickets, your boss would be like, you're clearly not doing your job Mm -hmm. because there's always someone speeding somewhere. And it's the same thing here. It's like the NCAA is like, you didn't self-report anything. Are you even paying attention? Maybe we need to come take a look, but there's so many rules in there that cannot be policed.
2: Yeah. I agree with you, RK. And and you look at the coach Hart situation. You know, you err on the side of someone tweeting or posting and saying, "Hey, linebacker coach of Colorado's an asshole. He wouldn't take a picture with my son." You know, and, yeah. and, and you know all he did was took a picture with the kid. It's not like they were recruiting and coming dinner flight. Let's get on the private jet and go to Boulder. I mean, it was just a, a kid asked for a picture. Uh, but you self report that kind of thing. But it's just like you said, RK. I agree. I mean, it's a phone book of rule books and a lot of it is unenforceable. And when programs are doing the due diligence like Coach Prime is, when you catch that you did, you voluntarily turn it in.
0: And to go back to your point about, you know, they should be able to work kids out or whatever on the fields or something. Like, we're already in, like, this weird middle ground where we're, like, leaving amateurism and becoming, like, a semi-professional mm-hmm. slash completely professional sport. Like... They do that stuff in the NFL. The fact that we, like, you can't have a guy, like, run or something, like, just to make sure he's healthy. Like, you don't know what's kind of really what you're buying there, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, so true. Now that you're going to pay, you know, exactly. uh, Yeah. $500,000 for a backup lineman. Right. um, You should be able to take a look at how they look on the field. Um, I actually don't, I, I shouldn't implicate anyone here, but I've heard some stories from a team that had, basketball visitors play basketball, uh, and like some legendary stories of players who went on to the NBA and stuff like that. Of like, oh dude, this dude came in at 17 years old. Mm-hmm. We had open gym and he dropped 50 on us, yeah. you know? Like, so it's not like it doesn't happen. Right.
2: Yeah, I just I just think, you know, RK, that you have to look what, what you just touched on, uh, your early comment, you gotta look at the intent. You know, the intent is to get a, a picture of a guy in a uniform. You know, so he can put it on his social media uh, and so that, you know, you can have, you know, record of your official visit, that kind of thing. Uh, And the fact that uh, a coach or a potential or future or even another recruit that's on the same visit can't stand across from you in the picture because it looks like you were practicing when clearly you weren't practicing. It was just a picture. (laughs) So you can't can't even pose for pictures, you know, with, with other people. So. It, I, I would need the people out to understand that's the kind of thing that was self-reported uh and that's the kind of thing that comes with those minimal all right we appreciate you telling us just keep moving
0: forward yep all right um shout out to our friends over at empire today you guys have empire today out there in mississippi yonk you know the jingle uh what's
2: is that the carpet yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I've seen the commercials. Yeah. Empire. Yeah, yeah, we got. I know the song. <laughs> never, never called them.
0: Are you going to sing it for us? Uh, no, okay. <laughs> I, I make this
2: commit. I make this. I make this commit, Jake Next time in studio, I'm singing Empire, and I will do the. I will do the reading and the ad.
0: How about can't that? wait. <laughs> uh, Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. Uh, can't beat them on quality, service, and speed. Um, they've got everything that you need no matter what your situation is. Uh, you can even use their like digital tools to help out and see which flooring exactly you want in your house. Uh, you can call them right now. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount off uh, when they use the promo code DMVR. Restrictions apply. So go to empiretoday.com DMVR for the details and make sure to use that promo code DMVR for $350 off. You didn't update the doc. I know, my bad. Circle K.
1: <laughs> Big shout out to Circle K. Uh, best in the biz. And check this out, guys. I've just received an urgent message, and it's not cannonball. Uh, <laughs> if you text DNVR to 31310, you can get a free soda from Circle K today. Let's go. Any size.
2: Supersize it.
0: I know where I'm going after this. If
2: they I'm, say any size, you've got to supersize. Totally.
1: Totally. Uh, you could be like, uh, who was it yesterday? Was it uh, Chidoze who tweeted, like, I've got two extra <laughs> yeah. two extra plates from the cafeteria in my fridge right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, just get the super size. You come home, parcel it out into some smaller ones if you don't want the whole thing. But yep. Either way, get down to Circle K today and uh, cash in on that. We love
0: Circle K. Big fans of Circle K here. All right, Unk it is now january 26. yeah the colorado buffaloes do not have a defensive coordinator um what can you tell us what's the latest that you can share
2: i remember this press conference from years ago with aaron Rodgers when they thought the wheels were coming off and he said r e l a x and then they went on to come to cowboy stadium and beat us so i'm saying relax <laughs> Coach Prime knows what he's doing. There's still a lot of moving parts out there. Uh, I just as much as I believe three weeks ago and four, or five weeks ago that everyone is going to be blown away with the candidate when announced. Uh, I'm I'm trusting and believing Prime, man. Nothing has changed. A lot of times these uh, guys who are involved in these negotiations, and you know, now, man, believe it or not, to the fans out there, you know, coaches have agents. It's it's, it's, it's it's more than just a one-on-one conversation these days. And then the real good one, guess what else? They have other offers. you know. So uh, as the NFL shakes loose, as, as coaching uh, is moving around, you know, who knew two weeks ago, Jake, that Harbaugh was leaving? And the shakeup is going to do that staff. So you have all these dominoes in that industry. But it won't be long before we have our DC announced. And uh, the defense will be much improved because of it.
1: You have a guess on when we might know?
2: You know, I'm I'm thinking late by by late next week, early week after, because once we start really getting into, you know, strength and conditioning, and then in February you can have some offense and defensive meetings. I think it'll be done by then.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, I think it's gotten to the point now where no one has any choice but to relax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we supposed to do? <laughs> uh, like, you, you know, you, you can't panic about it every day. Uh, Mm -hmm. there was I think a lot of people who did panic at one point and like you just can't keep that up this is not a pace that you can you can stay on on a day-to-day basis so uh, you got to trust in coach prime you got to trust in his network
0: the escalators a steady pace to the top
1: it is true it is true so um, yeah and and
2: I'll say say this guys and this is not you know you know some bullet point off, off of a talking point spreadsheet or something this is just just real football, real calendar. If you were to have any window in a 12 month period that you didn't have a DC name, this is the window you would want it to be. Because there's literally no install, no no defensive meetings taking place, you know, no measurements of who's gonna play in what position. This is the window of time, you know, and y'all feel free to run this back should this happen. If we go into April and we ain't got a DC, okay, hit the panic button because now we're <laughs> practicing. But, but, like, right now, if you had to pick a day, you know, uh, uh, late January to the first week of February and not have a coordinator in place, there's a lot of other teams around the country, man, who have done uh, ex- exemplary things in college football with their seasons that still don't have their full staff in place as well. So I wouldn't panic yet. Like, this, this is the time to not worry.
0: Well, and yesterday's, uh, I think it was well Off for Rich People. I can't remember which one, but Trevor Woods was talking to, I think it was Darius. Um, And he mentioned, you know, we don't have a D.C. right now, but he said, you know, if you need a coach watching over you to make sure you're doing your work, Mm. then you're basically he pretty much said you're not really built for it. Then like you shouldn't need to have someone watching over you to make sure you're doing what you have to do on a day to day basis, especially as Unk said this time of the year when it's really just about working out, trying to get stuff in order so that when football does happen, you're just ready to go full speed into that. Totally. I mean, the great ones do it when no one's watching.
1: Hey, shout it for out are them, doing for themselves.
2: Shout out to Trevor Woods for that comment, man. I missed that. That, that is spot-damn-on. Uh, you know, you've got the strength and conditioning staff, you know, Coach Mo uh, and his guys uh, uh, standing over and motivating, that kind of thing. And, of course, you have position coaches, even head coach meandering around watching the workouts, but there's no instruction or anything taking place. And so, like Trevor said, man, if, if you're on the defense with Colorado and you ain't giving it your all in Coach Mo's work, workout room because we don't have a D.C., you're probably transferring after the spring
1: game. Amen. Speaking of getting the work in, do you see the video I think that Coach Reyes posted of Travis of working Travis out? Travis today, yeah. Bro, he's doing those hurdles with, like, broad jumps. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's jumping on a trampoline.
0: It I, doesn't make sense how he gets so high up. <laughs> he's
1: literally launching. Yeah.
2: It's absurd.
0: Uh, yeah, it is, is. is.
2: And I tell you this, man. <laughs> When you talk about just leaping ability, I, I'm going Travis number one. But when you scale it, that damn Jimmy Horn Jr., man, he has yeah. got some pops. Like it, it is back when Muggsy Bogues or Spud <laughs> Webb was in the dunk contest. You know, these other guys are doing it. But How about Nate Robinson? Up. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, like, come on, man. Like Travis and Jimmy, they can get up and go get the ball.
1: Well, I think Jimmy came in at a 39-inch vert.
0: I think so. That's like top-of-the-line NFL combine numbers. Yeah,
1: for sure. And I would venture to guess Travis is higher than that.
0: From what we saw today, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Um, I think I've seen some real growth from Travis, though, just as a leader, mostly as a vocal leader, especially when you look back at the, you know, the Marine Corps workout, how he's just leading everyone, kind of dictating the pace. It feels like Travis is just kind of ascending altogether.
1: I've never seen anything like it. He did that whole workout. Again, we saw him do it after the sprints. Mm-hmm. And then uh someone went over and interviewed him right after it, and he wasn't even gasping I for know. air. Then he does the military workout, and he's not sweating, and he's not gasping for air.
2: How is that possible? But everybody got mad at me when I said Travis couldn't go to a game and not miss anything when he went to the Nuggets game. You know, this guy can roll out of bed. He's ready to go, man. He is a phenomenal athlete. I would say there's probably not a better, as far as conditioning goes, there's not a better athlete in college sports, not just college football in college sports.
1: I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I, i truly cannot wait to see him on the field again.
0: Um, with that you know, we saw the Marine Corps workout. Coach prime has kind of done these things before. Just your thoughts on how beneficial that is for the team, not only physically, but just, you know, mentally, emotionally off the field, what it means to be tighter as brothers.
2: Yeah, I think it's just that, Jake. I don't think that when you have uh, Coach Mo calls it chaos day, uh, when you have those chaos workouts, I don't think it has anything to do with your individual cardiovascular strength your individual muscle strength and getting stronger. It is all about bringing the team close together because you're working out as units and you challenge each other and you gotta be there to uplift each other. That's one of those kind of workouts that's just purely designed to bring the team closer together. Again, something that you don't have to have a DC in the building to accomplish. Uh, and so when you see these guys go through that rigorous workout with the Marine Corps, with the coaches standing over them. And one of the things you wanna look for in a team and it starts to happen right about now through the spring game, you want to have a player-led team. You want to have to see leaders on the team emerge vocally, you know, demanding things, because here, here's the deal, guys. If they're only doing what the coaches say do and they're not holding each other accountable, it means that we don't have leaders, and it means just locker room is just running them up because no one – if you're not holding somebody accountable, it's because you don't want to be held accountable. So no one's saying pick up that sock because your damn sock is on the ground. You know and so these guys are going through these little things right now and getting tougher and tougher and it's just january you know january is coming to a close but you can see even the new guys look like they've been there six months yep
0: 100 um you mentioned herman smith uh last time you are on the show you said he was here just what can you tell us about him uh as a person and as a player
2: uh quality human being man you know once his once he gets settled, his sense of humor starts to come out like he, he is uh he's a notch or two below Shiloh, but he's got some Shiloh in him as far as, you know, running that mouth. Uh, and I think he's going to have a bigger impact on special teams. That's not to say he's not going to get out there on the secondary. But, you know, when you got Shiloh and Trevor out there and the guys who are coming in the corner. Uh, As he's working his way into game reps, his impact is really going to be felt on special teams. He is a hard hitter. He got interceptions while at Jackson State and also on special teams, you know, caused some fumbles uh, and recovered a fumble after hitting the guy. So uh, he's a workaholic man, big body kid, strong kid, uh, you know, out of San Diego, went to Jackson State and then did this past season, I think, was it Idaho or Iowa? I I think it was
0: Idaho. Idaho State. Yeah,
2: Idaho State. And uh, now he's reunited with Coach Mathis and Coach Prime, So he knows the system, knows the players, knows what these the head coach and the position coach expects. So it's not going to take him a long time to, to really get ingrained with the rest of the guys because he knows what Coach Mathis expects. Uh, he knows what Coach Trevor expects because he was at Jackson State as well. Uh, and, and he's one of those guys, man, get this, because of his size, like Trevor was doing, and he's a little bigger than Trevor, he can go down and play linebacker zone. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised if you see him, you know, fill a void in that LB room in some schemes uh, once once we get that get to that part of the season. All
1: right, Unc Coach Prime is not afraid to rank his favorite children uh, as they Definitely. stand. Uh, so I'm going to uh, have Uncle Neely rank his favorite nephews. We did our by uh, we did our my guys draft yesterday. We each picked five guys. Now we're putting our stamp on. That's my guy this year. Uh, so I won't make you pick against our picks. Give us your five. My guys, 2024.
2: My guys, 2024. Now I'm going to do something that you guys probably didn't do. I'm going to slide uh, uh QB one and Travis to the side. Okay. You know, we that's, technically that's did that. Thing. We
1: did. I, we did this last year around this time and we, we those guys were on the table. I drafted yeah. Shador first, he drafted Travis first. So this year we just called it like Team Shador, Team Travis.
2: There you go. That's where I'm headed. So I, I, those two, they're they they're off the table because they're automatically on the table. So give me, uh, in no particular order, uh, five. Give me Tyler Brown. That's going to be one of my favorites. Uh, give me Shiloh. That's going to be uh, two. Two give me jimmy horn uh a receiver three man linebacker room is so up in the air but i'm gonna go with bentley just off damn heart yeah uh the guy is is killing it in the weight room and, and his his just work ethic and intensity already so what we got tyler shiloh jimmy bentley huh you know, D line. I just don't know. I don't know yet uh, what we're, we're gonna see. So let me go with one of the new guys on uh, on offensive line. Let me go with Khalil Benson.
1: Nice, nice. So that's it. a good list. Not too much overlap. No, I had Shiloh.
0: You did. Um, Tyler and Jimmy didn't go this time.
1: Yep, they were on last year's teams. Uh, so there you go. All right, that's a good list, you
2: yeah, let me let me shoot some holes in my list, man. Uh, Jimmy is my guy. I just named him, but our receiver room is loaded again.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I picked Le'Jonte uh, Wester.
2: And, and, we'll you, and you ain't wrong. You, you ain't crazy. You know, uh, our receiver, our secondary is loaded. Uh, the only place I have a question mark, and let me say this to the people out there watching: it's not a question mark relative to like doubting is relative to I don't know the guy yet, and that's the defensive line because that room is is loaded, and that that room is re-energized and refocused with bigger bodies. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they alpha-dog each other and who emerges. Uh, I think right now the leader is Shane Coates by default, Uh, you know, being the the second year here Colorado, being the older guy in the room, uh, having the experience. Uh, But I'm interested to see as we get from now to April, who's going to fight for that spot of, no, this is my room.
1: I love it. I love how, uh, our last episode of the year, uh, during the season, you were recruiting Shane to come back. I kind of thought we would get like an announcement or something from him, but now he just showed up. He's like, "Yep, yeah, I'm back to work.
2: <laughs> it, it reminded me of when Michael Jordan came back with that, with, with, the, with the press releases said I'm back.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I thought
2: in this in this day of fanfare for college athletes, I thought Shane would do that graphic or something too, man. But uh, he just said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm here.
0: I but respect it, it, that, though.
2: Oh, yeah, you got to respect it. And here's one thing we got to understand, man. Even when we get to the end of spring ball, college football now, guys, you got to re-recruit your own team. You mm-hmm. just can't assume someone's staying with you or coming back. If you want a guy, you got to sit down and talk to him.
0: Yep. Um, You know, you mentioned Jimmy Horn as one of your guys, and you mentioned how loaded this wide receivers room is. I'm not going to ask you how you think it's going to shake out because we're just still so early, but just with the combination of the two grad transfer guys, all the guys we have coming back from last year, and the new guys, the younger guys who've been brought in, it just seems like it could be a bit crowded. Um, Do you think there's a distinct advantage that someone like Jimmy Horn has just being on the team from last year?
2: Absolutely, I do. Uh, but I also think here's the equalizer. I think the equalizer is you got a new position coach in, in Jason Phillips. Uh, and so everybody has something to prove. Your your last year film was just that it's last year. And what's going to be interesting to me is to see how these guys come together as a team through the strength and conditioning that Coach Moe is taking them through, but also understand I'm here to take somebody's job. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't start. And so you have to have this – We're all in this together. We're teammates kind of thing, kumbaya vibe. But you also got to have like, hey, man, at the end of the day, I'm trying to feed my family. Like, I got to get on that field. And so that's what I want to see when we get into late March, early April, who's going to start to separate themselves and be like, no, I'm getting on this damn field in August.
0: Love it.
1: And it's great if you can have, you know, Jimmy – run a nine route and just take a left turn and go straight to the sideline and have, you know, LeJonte Wester come out right, you know, mm-hmm. and just, like, keep these guys fresh, keep them cycled, not feel like you can't run, you know, back-to-back uh, vertical routes because you don't want to tire your guy out too much.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. And
1: one
2: I think, I think one of the things that Jimmy, you know, has upside is not just his experience. He's the only Jimmy on the team. You know, uh, last year you had a couple of – small slot receivers, you know, that could get out there, and, you know, Willie the has, has gone, for example, uh, Jimmy to some degree is the only guy right now, right now in that room that does what he does, you know, small guy that's the yards have to catch a lot of these other guys are, you know, uh, bigger and, and we down the field catching the ball. So, uh, I, I think you're spot on though, Jake, I appreciate you helping me out and saying, you're not going to put me on the spot because it is you. way too early. But, uh, We got some damn talent in that room. And I know QB1 is excited because he has the guys in front of him to now give him the time to let those guys get truly into those routes downfield.
0: Can't wait to see how it unfolds, man. Um, Shout out to our friends at Fubo TV, 140-plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live from any device. And watch all your Colorado sports there. They've got altitude so you can watch the Nuggets and Avs. They've got the Pac-12 network so you can watch Buffs basketball as both teams head on a tournament run. Sign up right now. No contract, no cable, no hassle. You'll also get a 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Hit up Fubo at FuboTV.com slash DMVR and sign up at that link for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Massive fans here at DMVR. I can't live without it. Fubo's the best. Um, So sign up today. That's it. And that's it.
2: The only thing better than Fubo is the color of your Miami Vice hoodie that you always wear when I'm on with you, and I appreciate that, Jake. (laughs) Of course. Miami Vice Jake. (laughs) Yeah, it makes up for you not supporting my Cowboys when I see you in that color.
0: I don't know what you want from me, man. I'm sorry.
2: I I really just wanted to go Cowboys while we were down. That's all I wanted, you know.
1: (laughs) Pulling for your boys, man. You them boys. Believe I mean, you, you would
2: have thought I was born in Ann Arbor the way I was supporting Jake in Michigan.
0: I gave you a We Didn't Boys. After. What do you want me to do? I can't go back in time. Yeah. Let's talk about the NFL. Neely
1: was long. riding harder for Michigan than Connor Stallions. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the playoffs, Unc. Um, unfortunately, the Cowboys did lose. Massive bummer. I mean, I was just as bummed as anyone, I think.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> was almost believable. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> but we have a uh, championship Sunday coming up. Uh, let's start with the AFC. Lamar and the Ravens versus Mahomes and the Chiefs. What do you think about this game? Who you got going to the Super Bowl?
2: You know, I love, I love this matchup, man. I, I love it. Uh, I, I'm going, I'm not gonna draw this out. I'm going Ravens. You know, I, I love what I see them doing defensively. Uh, I think that they are the team that can understand it's not always a good thing to blitz Mahomes. you know, cause he's more dangerous when he's running all around um, and they can do their thing on the back end. And then conversely, when the Ravens have the ball, there is no no other Lamar uh, Jackson mm-hmm. in the league. You can't have a scout team for him. You, know, you can't practice and play for him. Like you, he can do it in the air with his legs. I like the Ravens in that matchup, man. I, I think they're going to the Super Bowl and I, you know, skipping all the way ahead. I think they're going to get there and win it.
1: I so hope you're right. <laughs> me too. I so hope you're right. <clears throat> I said this on Broncos today, and and it's something that hit me at some point this week. But like, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year all the records are in danger yeah like if if Mahomes can take this team and win a super bowl we're so fucked yeah um (laughs) so i need someone to knock them off just so i can like go to sleep at night not thinking that patrick mahomes is going to end his career with the most super bowls of any player ever as a chief um i i am like i have like ptsd i'm like thinking that the chiefs are going to somehow pull this out of their ass so I'm going to be rooting. I'm going to be rooting for the Ravens even more than uncle's rooting for Michigan.
0: Wow. <laughs> Diehard fan over here.
1: I seriously, uh, I, I you're going to think I'm from Baltimore. If you see me at the bar on Sunday. Yeah. And like I said earlier in the week, you beat Mahomes. I buy your Jersey Lamar Jackson. Jersey will be on its way to my house. It'll be here in time for the super bowl. Get that the all black Ravens mm. number eight, that's how much I need Lamar to come through for us.
2: You know, I I didn't look at it from a Broncos fan standpoint, but I totally understand what you're saying and why you're saying it. Because Thank if, you. if the Chiefs can lose uh, Cheetah to Miami and still get there and win it, like, I mean, they're going to win. They're going to be in the next four. You know, it's well, like they, there's they nobody in front of them. They already did it once
1: last year. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. And then
1: they got worse this year. Yeah. <laughs> and made they, were, they were asked the whole season
0: yeah and then they're gonna oh god please come on lamar i think the ravens can win this game oh they um, can for sure i mean they're they're four point favorites but i think that they can really take advantage of what the chiefs don't do well uh you know you go back to the first game of the season when uh the lions played the chiefs and how they were you know they had the balance but they were really dominating on the ground and the Chiefs didn't have a ground game. They haven't really had one. I guess Clyde edwards Lair has done some stuff while Pacheco has been battling injuries. But I just think that the Ravens are such a well-rounded team that, as Onk said, they can kind of expose the Chiefs and those weaknesses because Patrick Mahomes makes up for a lot of them. But yeah. when you go yeah. up against one of the best teams in the league, they're more easily exposed.
1: And Ravens led the league in sacks this year. Um My greatest Patrick Mahomes memory was when he went up against that Buccaneers defense Mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. Yep, That was, you know, just easy pressure with four, and he was running around and couldn't do anything all game. So I'm praying that's what we get to see this week. Um, I think Lamar is absolutely ready for it, and I'm excited for him because I I think I said this earlier on the show, but like the narrative around Lamar right now kind of reminds me of the narrative around Jokic. Mm -hmm. last year before he did it's like oh yeah he's great but when has he ever done anything in the postseason it's like he goes and wins a super bowl probably wins super bowl mvp yeah he instantly is like oh two-time mvp Mm -hmm. super bowl winner super bowl mvp like you're you're putting him in like
2: at the very least top 15 quarterbacks ever
0: definitely um
2: nothing to say back on that like it is what it is man (laughs)
0: let's go there's a clip on six
2: championship games in a row
0: Yes. Yes. Don't remind stupid. Yeah, please. <laughs> I saw a clip on Twitter yesterday of when Lamar got drafted. Do you remember there who interviewed on. him on stage? Prime. Coach Prime interviewed him on stage. Lamar told him they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. Yep.
1: And I've it's been popping up on my timeline more this week, which I'm very happy for. I think Lamar's high school highlight where he does the stop at the goal line the guy goes flying by i think that's the coldest highlight in football history it might be i could watch that on un- an unlimited amount of times
0: he didn't he do it in the nfl too like a few years ago
1: close but not the same like right complete stop on like the one inch line guy goes flying by and then just like the little strut little into the end zone <laughs> oh god that goes so hard
2: my my favorite uh footage is actually from a pregame, and it's marshawn Lynch driving that damn golf cart. (laughs) That's that's a class. There was a
0: a recruit yesterday who got offered by Cal, and he put the screenshot of that up. That's awesome.
2: (laughs) And what made me think of that, guys, is uh, you you talked about Coach Prime when he was with NFL Network interviewing Lamar. Uh, Another classic Coach Prime in a media sense moment is Coach Prime was the one who pulled it out of Marshawn Lynch to say, I'm about that action. I'm just mm. about that action. He was doing that, that interview. True. And and Marshawn wouldn't talk to any of the press, but he talked to Deion Sanders. And he's like, hey, man, you know, why are you so quiet? Why are you not doing it? He's like, about that action, boss. Yep. And that went viral.
0: Yeah, that was like an interview in like the tunnel because he was kind of like hiding. He didn't want to do the regular media day stuff. So Prime <laughs> yeah. went and found him and got like one of the all-time quotes. <laughs> People forget, man. Dude's just
1: great at everything he puts his mind to,
0: yeah, including finding
1: a yep. DC. So relax.
0: <laughs> Second game, Uh Niners, Lions. The Lions, probably one of the big surprise stories of the year. Uh, they've impressed me so much this season. What do you think about that game, though, in the NFC? I think the Cowboys beat the Lions, so
2: there's that. <laughs> and uh, just you know, point it out chronologically.
0: Well,
1: so. man, they got a little help, you might say. Man, you
2: know, Green Bay got a little help when they said Dez didn't catch it. We we can't rewrite history, man. That's so, true. <laughs> scoreboard. So I'm, I'm thinking in that one, man, uh, Debo doesn't play give me lions just off heart and emotion. Debo plays I'm going 49ers. And when I mean play, I don't mean suit up and get dressed. I mean actually participates in the game. If he's out there, he's such a wild card factor like Lamar is. He, he is a – he literally changes the game like Travis does when he's on the field uh, because it's hard to account for him. And I don't think the Lions you know, could sustain having a healthy Debo for four quarters. Debo doesn't play Give Me Lions because what a beautiful Cinderella story this is that this team, this franchise has accomplished this year. Uh, but I, I think the 49ers are going to pull it out.
1: Uh, seven point spread. No one's going to yell at me for saying that this week. <laughs> um, seven point spread in favor of the Niners is a bit shocking to see in a championship game Uh, and and I was just trying to kind of think about why and and what might lead to that to me the biggest thing here is that the Lions have been propelled by the city of Detroit Mm -hmm. Um, they they have so much support Jared Goff said last week they're chanting his name before the game and it like calmed his nerves it calmed him down well that ain't happening this week Yeah, nope. and i think there's a chance that they have an emotional letdown of just not being able to have 70 80 000 people all pushing you together towards that goal um it's been a cinderella story but a lot of times those things come to an end when you don't have you know the home crowd on your back
0: on the flip side though it's like a david versus goliath thing it almost is. though because the niners have been in what is it three of the last four nfc title games Yeah, something like that. They've been one of the best teams in the entire NFL the last five years or so, basically since uh, Kyle was hired there. And the Lions, everyone knows what the Lions are. Jared Goff's kind of this story, too, of like a reclamation project in a way. The Mm -hmm. entire city of Detroit is in a way. So I think that them growing on the road, it doesn't really scare me as much because I think that there's just a lot that's been built up to this team, to this moment. And honestly, they're just a damn good football team. I've been impressed with them all year long, how well-rounded they are. Uh, both sides of the ball. I think they'll, I, I, I'm going to put a money line bet on the Lions this weekend. Wow.
1: I love that. I love the confidence. They're built really cool. Uh, I love the way that they've designed this team. It is the, these nasty trenches mm-hmm. uh, and some power football yep. mixed in with incredibly fast electric players like Jameer Gibbs, uh, like Jamison Williams, you know, then, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown. Like it's this cool kind of combination of speed and strength.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of a
0: nasty trench. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. My Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've got Niners, Ravens in the Super Bowl.
2: I got Niners,
0: Ravens in the Super Bowl,
2: Ravens winning it all
1: all right
0: Niners
1: Raven Niners Ravens in the Super Bowl would confirm the logo theory I know
2: it's
0: crazy
1: uh have you seen this Unc
2: I have I have you know I'm I'm always amazed whether it is uh you know people who see a bad call or two and think the NFL is rigged but but they never put money on games
1: it's true well I'm going to be screaming about the NFL being rigged if the Chiefs win because the referee calling the game in the NFL, 50, f- home teams win 55% of the time. Mm-hmm. When this fool's call in the game, oh, home gosh. teams win 40% of the time. Yeah. Uh, I saw so that tweet. I will be screaming up and down the streets of downtown Denver that the NFL is rigged if the Chiefs Doesn't win. he average
0: like four and a half more home penalties a game or something like yeah, that too? Yeah, it's
1: insane. It's insane. I'll also be drunk, so. <laughs> Don't we hold all it were. against me. We
0: all will be. <laughs> Um I'm gonna go Lions Ravens.
1: Alright, oh, so we have all oh no, I have uh no, I have Chiefs Niners.
0: That's close to all the combinations. Yeah. If Alyssa did what did? would Chiefs Chiefs lions. lions Is that your pick, Alyssa? <laughs> yeah. There you go. We got all there four. Go. Of
1: them. <laughs> One of us is gonna be right.
0: Alright, um let's get to questions and wrap up today. What do we got, Alyssa? Uh, Jay, when is the DMVR plank challenge? The losers must make large donations to the 5430 (laughs) foundation. My money is on Alyssa to win it. Wow. My money is on
2: Alyssa to win it too, and define large. I just go ahead and make my donation.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we can uh, mandate a company (laughs) event where the loser has to (laughs) donate a large amount of money.
0: (laughs) Unc, how long do you think you could do a plank for?
2: Uh, define plank.
0: I, toes and elbows basically man
2: would no, you remember the plank challenge where you just yeah, lay yes. on something odd, like a mailbox yes <laughs> yep and i could do that for hours
1: do you remember the coning challenge that happened before that
0: which is you yes. go to mcdonald's and order <laughs> oh an ice cream cone oh god bro yes
1: i had like one of the first five videos of that on youtube and he got like 150,000 views. Really? Yep.
0: That's yep. crazy.
1: We just like, I don't know how we saw it one night on like the original guy that did it. Yeah. And then we were like, let's go do this. We were just bored. So we went and did it. Uh, and I just remember there was like 5,000 comments about how annoying my ex-girlfriend's laugh was.
2: <laughs> Is that why she's an ex?
1: No. Much better reasons than that.
2: <laughs> okay, look, R.K., you are a brilliantly funny guy right thank you and i don't know if you can turn it off and so if someone is around you with an annoying laugh it's just not gonna work
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Fair i point. appreciate that that's a that's a great compliment
0: uh dj flame to you at the super chat says what's up gents Unc, i gotta ask can you tell us about how you developed such a great relationship with chef carl and can you speak on the impact you believe he has had on recruiting
2: oh wow man uh Great question. You know, I, I think it goes back to just the way I was raised, man. Like, I don't I don't walk in a building, or an environment, and think just because someone's working in service that that they're less than other people. So, you know, I'm going to treat custodians or chefs like I treat Coach Prime, and that's with the utmost respect for their craft and what they bring to the table. And then after getting to know Chef and his personality, I was like, man, we got to start capturing some of this stuff, because you'd clearly love what you do. And, I, and thirdly, I do think that it's had a, a big impact on recruiting because when we get kids to come for visits, the first thing they want to do is go by the cafeteria and, and see Chef uh, Carl Solomon what they're putting together. They're looking forward to the meals. Uh, you know, even when new players transfer in, their first days in the cafeteria, it's like, oh, yeah, this is what I've been waiting on. And so, you know, Coach Prime has always said mama wants to know a couple things. Where's her baby going to sleep and what he's going to eat? And uh, so I, I think having that cafeteria and, and chef call the way he's running it is a big plus for our recruiting efforts.
1: Love it, man. I love it. Plus, Neely sees him three times a day. I know. At oh, least. I love Never
2: it. Misses. He might snack, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> And bringing a plate home after the day's over, too.
2: Hey, you got to do that. I mean, you were talking about the guy earlier. You no. know, you, you can't help but have a to go meal. Like, it's so much damn food. Just like, okay, I got to take this home
1: that's amazing i mean i just think of all the money that you save
2: and then you eat better than you would have anyway exactly yeah I mean, i'm telling you it's it's sometimes it's cheaper being emboldened than here because here i got to feed myself <laughs> <laughs> hey so I, I saw a question about an email to contact me it's uncle neely at thepregameshow.com. uncle neely at the there you go
0: um what's up connor Beavers with a big win over Arizona last night, man. Dude,
1: shout out Arizona. What frauds? Um, <laughs> 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 big win, big win for the beeves though. Good, that was electric finish.
0: That was a crazy <laughs> end of the game. Um, he you has... know what
1: sucks about Arizona fans? What? They
0: just turn every time they lose. They turn like directly on the players. This is why I turned the game on, though, is because everyone was bitching about what's going on, and I was like, I gotta see this. Like,
1: obviously, all fan bases, you know, they're going to have fans who lose their mind after a game and want to blame someone. But I'm always seeing Arizona fans be like, this guy is just not good enough. He's doing a disgrace to the jersey. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. God, just, these are
2: kids, man. Yeah. Blame yeah. the coach.
0: I agree. I agree. And uh, I, I
2: hate to see that even when people announce they're transferring or changing their commitment. Yeah. And you see he has good attack. Like, we've got to learn. Not only are there people who are staying with you seeing that kind of stuff. You're there's people in ninth, tenth, eleventh grade, and think about getting in the portal that are seeing that stuff. Like, you you can't attack a student athlete because it doesn't go your way, man.
0: Amen. Uh, Connor asked if uh, Trevor's Trevor Woods is going to be playing linebacker or safety. Do you have any insight on that? On
2: uh, I don't, but you know we saw him move around last year. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I think that you know in deference to the new DC uh your your number one goal is to always get your best 11 on the field and then come up with combinations of that best 11 of how they work and play together uh and and trevor's uh you know he certainly has a physical talent don't get me wrong but his football iq really keeps him out there uh particularly when when there's a time that shallow in there because they are very vocal in helping people get in their spots uh, yeah. and and th- and again like i said earlier you know, I don't know the linebacker room yet. You know, I know who we who we had coming back, such as uh, uh, Levante Bentley and that kind of thing. But going to be interesting to see how the leadership steps up there and do you bring an experienced safety like Trevor down sometimes or even insert or Herman Smith because of his size. Going to be interesting to watch the spring ball and see how it's navigating.
0: Love
1: it. Uh, I know it's the dead of off season because people are fighting about Trevor Woods in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a favorite. It's a favorite of the comments. It's The go to topic yeah. for them.
2: <laughs> it just like it was this time last year. It was exactly. Like, of course. Exactly. I remember well.
0: Uh, Moto Jojo says, "Think we are going to pick anyone else up from the portal before the spring?"
2: You know, man. The the portal gives and it takes away. I, I think that transitionally speaking, you always have to just have a, as, as RK said, 55% of the home team wins. I think you have to have a notion that there's a 55% chance that portal door is going to open one way or the other, you know, between now and April 27th. So uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be betting against it. You know, that not only is someone coming, but someone's going to leave as well.
1: Yeah. I think there's a chance maybe they get one or two more before spring, but after spring it's going to, there's going to be a moment there again. Oh Yeah. You know, maybe five to ten, you know, uh, changes on the team. Mm-hmm. And we still cool. have
0: B.J. Green visiting this week, too. So yep. we still might have yep. someone coming in.
1: And Julian Lewis. That's
0: mm-hmm. right.
2: You, know, you just had a, a grad student offensive lineman decide to hit the portals. It's it's one of those things, man, where people are going to go where they think they have the best opportunity uh, to play, and that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them here, or that they don't have talent here. It's all about, uh, it's all about opportunity, man. And as this thing goes across the spring semester and into the culmination of the spring game, that final spring practice, you're going to see just like you saw last year that door is going to open. Some people are going to go out of it, and some people are going to come in it.
0: All right, let's get through. We got a few of these, so let's get through them. DJ Flame, you says, hey, Jake, yesterday you said the number one player from Michigan you, you would want. How was Donovan Edwards not your number one guy to come to Colorado? I love Donovan Edwards. Um, they have. We just haven't seen Colorado attack running back. Yeah. So that's why I didn't think that. One, I don't think he'd enter the portal because I think he waited a long time to be the lead back there. And two, I don't think Colorado's really, you know, they don't feel any urgency to go get someone at running back. I feel like they would have already. Good point.
2: Let me say this about, about the RB room uh, in these two weeks of January that have gone by with strength and conditioning. You know, I want to preface this, guys, because sometimes when you you say you like peanut butter, somebody takes that 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 you hate baloney. Uh, so when I say something good about a player, it doesn't mean I'm saying something bad about other ones. But uh, McCaskill, Alto McCaskill is looking good, man. Uh, like, he is moving around well in the drills. His energy is up. He's vocal. Uh, you know, he's he is chiming in uh, when the group is asked questions, not just the RBs, the team. Uh, I'm I, I'm interested to see how that continues across the spring, and and uh, that could be one of those reasons. When you look at uh, Dylan back there, you look at Savion Wilkerson back there, you look at Alto, you still have a three-headed monster on this team uh, yeah. that can get you yards in different kind of ways, so – i i I look forward to seeing what we saw in houston out of mccaskill now in colorado because we didn't you didn't get to see that last year
0: e for eddie with the super chat. what are the different reasons that guys get re-offered um either changes in the coaching staff or position coach yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah a lot of these guys get offered when they're like in eighth grade, right? So a lot changes before they're ready to go commit somewhere, and they got to get reoffered. Yep. To reaffirm that. Yeah, and um, then I always
2: remind folks out there that when coaching changes happen, the rules change in the player's favor.
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, big teasy, Shout out to Jake R. K. Neely. And the FDP Alyssa, what does that mean?
1: Funky dope producer?
0: That's right. Okay.
2: That's what I call her.
0: <laughs> uh Matt says, any unk, any updates on Bishop?
2: I have not been in Colorado this week. I get back uh Sunday, but I can still affirm I haven't seen him. Uh, no. and, and haven't and haven't heard anything. And and I think at this point, wishing him all the best because he became a near and dear. Your friend from a coaching and a mentor standpoint, absolutely wish him the best, but it's not something that I'm expecting that to be a change because it would have changed by now.
0: All right, there you go.
1: How about this one,
0: Mama Tia, with the hundred-dollar super chat.
1: Hundred-dollar super chat for Mama Tia. What
0: a legend! She says waving hello, Uncle Neely, and DMVR. Jake, I was sensitive to the PTSD comment. I must get on you as Coach Prime's. Dates often you never know who is listening or watching this is the only outlet for some just yeah. trust, trust is, is key. key uh love your channel mama tia uh appreciate you thank you totally understand um totally yeah understand. for sure didn't mean to offend anyone no of course not of course not
1: that was my fault i think
0: i don't even remember what we're talking about no obviously. but
1: i i understand and and you're right
0: uh thank you mama Tia. appreciate your support uh with the shout out to
2: mama Tia, man she is a huge supporter of the pregame yep. show platform man not only with the coming with the super chats and the love but the sharing and the commenting uh, all the way from the carolinas man so when we when you got a show popping off from colorado and i'm here in mississippi and someone on the east coast is that loyal, you got to get them a plug appreciate you mama Tia. yeah
0: well, support's been amazing she has another 20 super chat uh, she says she doesn't edit, and trust is key. Appreciate you, <laughs> thank you. Trust is key for sure. Uh, Baron with the super chat always love the show. Will there be new uniform combos next year? Uh, and are there team nil deals?
1: Sometimes there are team nil deals. Um, we I don't think we've seen one yet at Colorado. We have seen like a lot of those guys get with that Phil Long Ford, mm-hmm. uh, but not like the whole uh, whole team type of thing. So. Uh, it would be cool to see someone should, uh, should pull it off.
2: Yeah, I think team? that uh, uniform-wise, there's going to yes. certainly be new combinations. Uh, the uniform budget went up substantially. Shout out to Smitty and Coach Prime for getting that done. Uh, and as it relates to team and NIL deals, you know, you do have some things that come in for the entire team, like whether it's uh, Snoop Dogg who sent the, the bandanas or Coach Prime and his shades or Michael Strahan and some clothing stuff is it, oh, yeah. happening. That's true. Uh, I, I, I have not seen, like you just mentioned, where there's a car dealership that says, hey, here's something for everybody. Uh, Phil Long has been doing a great job with select players that they want that match what their marketing strategy is. But uh, there have been some team NIL stuff as far as, you know, specific products, you know, beats, headphones, that kind of things.
1: OK, yeah, I spoke too soon, I guess.
0: Or I spoke out of turn. <laughs> Got to be better, bro. Uh, they just keep rolling. Caleb with the super chat. How many players do you think leave during the spring portal opening? Also, do we think Welch gets extended reps during the season? Um, we set around, I think five to 10 is what we'd expect to maybe hit the portal at least. Yeah. yeah. Also, then- I saw our guy,
1: Justin Meyer said he's watching. Yeah. Uh, shout out Justin. We're actually, as soon as we're done here. If you guys stop super chatting, Just <laughs> uh, as soon as we're done here, we are going to uh, c- record something with Justin that you guys will
0: see probably next week. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Um, I don't know about Michael Welch, uh young player, but he's looking like a he's, legit player he's already built for it. Yeah.
1: That's for sure.
0: Uh, Tay R says, do you think Bishop plays this year at all? We don't know.
1: We don't know. There's mean, no point in trying to
2: guess. I think at this point, now that we're getting so close to February 1st, that it's not likely to be Colorado unless he shows up, you know, post-spring or something or later in the semester. I, I yeah. You know, the, the, here's the thing, fellas, whether it's a coach prime operation or the NFL, the best ability is availability. And if you're not available, you know, things have to take place and move on, and, and the train is moving. And that's not a diss to any individual. That's just the nature of this business.
0: Uh, Taylor, with another super chat. Who gets freshman of the year on the team? I'll
1: go with Draylon Miller. Uh, Jordan Seaton's got to be like minus 300.
0: Yeah, but tackles, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, he's got a tough job for sure. Draylon I mean, Miller is going to be able to make the big flashy
2: exactly. plays.
0: Exactly. You have a yeah, and,
2: yeah, I'm with you. I I think that Jordan is going to have the biggest impact as a freshman for sure because of the change in offensive line, but it's not going to get the splash that someone scoring points does.
0: Um. Then William Barry McCaskill will have 1,000 rushing yards this year due to being 100% healthy. He had close to 1,000 yards as a freshman at Houston before he tore his ACL uh, his sophomore year. Yeah, I agree. That would think- be – Transformational thing, really a thousand would. yard rusher.
2: Yes, I'd love for that to happen.
0: Uh Heaven's Demon says, Uncle Neely, what's your favorite dish from Carl Solomon or from Chef Solomon?
2: So I'm I'm going to go two ends of the spectrum here. I'm going to go simple and complex. There is nothing like his tomato soup and using that grilled cheese sandwich as the spoon. That's, That's cool. on wow. The Simplicity. And then on the high end, Chef makes a wonderful crab cake.
0: Damn. I'm ch- well I'm very rounded. versatile chef. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Uh Taylor super chatted the same thing. Appreciate you. Caleb with one more. Also, I know it's extremely early, but who do you guys think are our starting wide receivers? We have a lot of talent and only one number two. I didn't I I tried not to ask you this on, <laughs> but the people are asking you this. So now you really you I can't
2: I can't do it. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. It, you could uh, close your eyes and kind of draw straws, man. Uh, when you look at, you know, speed and workout intensity, like they're all there and showing up. I got I got to wait until we, you know, practice in, in, in April. And when you and I, you know, Jake and, and RK are doing those practice updates every other day or so, that's when I want to see what's happening at wide receiver because right now it is deep and wide open.
0: Yep. I mean, the guy who we all think might be the best receiver this year, Will Shepard, isn't even there yet. So it's mm-hmm. totally and that's what Zay yeah. Weaver was last year. Exactly. So um that it I think we have Okay, that's it. Awesome. All Appreciate right. you, Unc. Uh you're back next week, right? Sunday.
2: Yeah, I get back Sunday, man. So I'll be in the studio one day next week whenever you guys want to have me up and we're right. about a seeing... two week run in Boulder. So we, we got we got plenty of time to go.
1: And you'll be singing the Empire jingle.
2: <laughs> there ain't no damn doubt about that. <laughs> uh,
0: I might last, be it. Last second, uh, from Bake ZD said, love to collab with Unc. Uh, what's the scholarship commitment total? Now I <laughs> we don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I,
2: I know they're not all gone. I know that. Yes.
1: Yeah, got a couple of uh, a couple left. Uh so there we go. That is uh that is it. That's we're, it. We're going to talk to Justin Myers soon.
0: Yep. All right. I appreciate you, man. Uh, you guys will hear from him next week. Let's go Buffs.
2: Let's go Buffs. Buffs. We all